everybody. Welcome to the Best Thoughts Podcast and our bonus episode. I'm Rick Johns. And I'm Will Johns. And we're delighted to be with you for one bonus episode. And you're in for a treat today because there was something very special that happened this past Thanksgiving right here in the United States. There was a gathering of individuals and we were interested because what happened, Rick? Tell us, tell us what happened at this gathering. That's right, Will. This past Thanksgiving, all the colors of the spiral or spiral dynamics got together and had Thanksgiving dinner together. And I am just amazed that this even happened. For those of you that have been listening to our season, you know that it's a little tricky when you get all the colors in one room together. Yeah, absolutely, Rick. And that's why I'm so excited that we recently had a recording of this gathering come into our possession. And so we're going to share it exclusively with you, our listeners today on the Best Thoughts Podcast. You're in for a treat as you listen to these interactions between all of the colors gathered around the Thanksgiving table. So without further ado, the colors at Thanksgiving. Welcome everybody, I'm Mr. Yellow. I am so glad to have each one of you here at my Thanksgiving dinner. It's such a privilege and an honor. I can't tell you how much each of you mean to me. And there's something about each of you that just makes my life so much better. So I'm glad that you are here. What I would like to do now is just go around the circle. And if each of you could share something you're grateful for at this time of Thanksgiving. So let's start with you, Caveman Beige. Me, caveman beige, me grateful for food. Oh, well, thank you, caveman beige. How about you, Mrs. Purple? Well, I just feel like the Lord has brought us all together and his blessings never cease. I am in awe of all that he has done for us, and I give him all the praise and the glory. My name is Mr. Red, and I am so grateful today to have about 100,000 followers on social media. I'm just rocking it right now. Everything's going great for me, so I am grateful for that. Well, I'm Reverend Blue, and I am thankful for this country. I'm thankful for my Bible. I'm thankful for my church. I'm thankful for my family. My name is Dr. Orange, and it is an absolute honor to be at this table today. I am thankful for the gift of logic, reason, and knowledge, of which it has been my utmost privilege and pleasure to be a man of learning and reason for my entire career. Hi, everyone. I'm Green pronouns them they. I'm non-binary and I'm happy to be here. I'm happy that so much of this food is 
ethically prepared and smells delicious. I love a good farm-to-table meal. And I'm so glad to be with this diverse group of people. And I am just, my heart goes out to all those who don't have a meal like we do here today. And it is a privilege that we can all eat here as equals. Well, thank you, Miss, uh, I'm sorry. Thank you, Green, for sharing that. And thank you each one for being here today. You know, I thought it'd be good now that we've each shared what we're grateful for. Maybe we could just share what's one of our struggles this year. And we'll start again with you, Caveman Beige. Me throw spear. Me miss. Me go hungry. Oh, that does sound bad. Uh, sorry to hear that, but glad you can eat well here today. And what about you, Mrs. Purple? You know, I have had a lot of trouble just financially, some relationship difficulties. Many of you know I went through a divorce this year, and it just seems like life was really against me. But today... I just thank God for the food, and I thank God that I could be here. And I know that next year, he'll take care of me, and I'll make it. And whatever comes my way, I know he's the one that's in control. Well, for me, it's been challenging dealing with all the people that just don't get it, uh, that are always in my way. Um, you know, I've got 100,000 followers on social media. They ought to know by now that I'm an important person. And, and sometimes uh, I make an appointment and people make me wait for like five minutes and like, I don't have five minutes to wait. I'm an important person. What I'm doing matters. And some people don't seem to understand that. So that, that kind of gets under my skin a little bit and, and, and excuse my anger uh, in expressing this today. Well, as a reverend, I'd like to say to you, Mr. Red, maybe you could come on by to church one Sunday. I think there's some things you could learn about maybe even a little humility and the importance of community. You know, it's not just a one-man show. We've got to all believe in the same values. That's what made this country great. That's what makes the church great. That's what's going to make us last and be here for a long time and make a difference. I'm so proud to be part of a great country and a great church and a great family. And you know what? We do it together in my world. Well, for me, as uh, a doctor of philosophy and a great learned man, uh, I must say that one of the challenges that I have struggled with is to take the great learning the excessively great knowledge that uh, burdens my mind and to simplify it to the level that it could be understood by the common man, to, that it could be understood by someone as simple as caveman beige. And, and that is an exceedingly uh, challenging challenge that uh, I do not enjoy I, I wish that I did not have to lower myself in order to appropriately communicate to others. Well, Dr. Orange, I must humbly suggest that perhaps that thinking is exactly part of the problem. 
we are all equal. We are all humans. We all put on our pants one leg at a time. And I would like to suggest that if this world could just release itself from some of the isms and maybe had a few less letters after our name and a few more hearts on our heart, that we could actually do some good and we could actually make this world a great place for everyone to live. And my challenges this year, I've just been combating the deep isms, the racism, the sexism, the chauvinism, the all the traditionalism, the scientific isms that are in our way and preventing man from valuing his fellow man and letting us all play on an equal playing field. That's the challenge of our society right now. Mr. Yellow, what do you say to this question? You know, I have listened to each of you, and I think those are all very valid challenges. And I think that all of us need to listen more closely to each other to hear what we're really saying. And I think maybe now is the time where we need to go around this circle and share some of the successes that we've had and not just the challenges, because maybe now we can hear something different from each other and realize the value we each bring to this table. What about you, caveman beige? Me plant seed. Me see plant grow. Me eat fruits. Me happy. Oh, that's wonderful. You couldn't have put it better myself. You really have a way with words there, caveman. Uh, it's, it's really nice to hear. Uh, what about you, uh, Mrs. Purple? Well, you know, I find that even in the trials of life and all the things that just happen to us in this world, I still know there's a loving force, benevolent God out there who takes care of us who hears our prayers and answers them. And so I can just let go and let God. And I don't have to carry all that weight trying to solve everything, trying to fix everything, trying to change people. I just give it to God. Well, the thing that I've been doing is taking action. That's what it takes to succeed in life. That's how you get 100,000 followers on social media. And I am hitting the gym five days a week. I'm ripped and in great physical shape. I get a massage once a week and I am go, go, go. I just started my own business and we're getting off the ground. We're starting to get orders. We're starting to see money come in. We're marketing like crazy. I'm leveraging the 100,000 followers that I have on social media and I am moving forward. So action is where it's at. Well, I have to say, Mr. Red, once again, I think the secret is not in what you're doing for yourself, but in what we can do together. And that's why we have to adhere to the principles and the laws and the beautiful documents that we've been given in the Word of God and in the Constitution that guide us, give us meaning, give us values, and make sure that we all get along in an orderly and proper society. And I'm proud to be part of that. Yes, 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 uh, Reverend Blue. I, I can see where you're coming from. 
But I do believe that we need more than that. We need systems that are well-oiled machines where all of the components work together, where everything is done through logic and reason in order uh, to, to build systems of healing, like healthcare systems, to, to provide healing to our, our physical bodies and to those who are in need. And, and also, uh, we need to build corporations that can uh, make money and give jobs to those who need jobs in the world. And all of these things come together under the principles of logic, philosophy, and science uh, to make the world what it is today. Yes, it has made the world what it is today, and I'm not, not so sure I'm impressed by what I see. There's still so much marginalization. There's still so many people that are victims of corporate greed and corporate abuse. Look at our planet. It is in complete disarray. Within a few years, we'll be lucky if life can even survive, given the way we have uh, in talk, uh, we have dumped toxins and destroyed this environment. We also need to champion the underprivileged and underserved because they need a voice. And if we don't speak up for them, and so that's been my goal this year, I always speak up where there is a need. And I belong to several organizations and several followings on the internet. And we are always raising awareness for these very important causes that most of the world just ignores because all they care is about themselves and not those that are less fortunate. And that has to stop and it needs to stop now. Well, thank you everyone for those words and comments. I always enjoy hearing from each one of you. And without further ado, I think it's time to dig into the food and enjoy our meal. Me like food. Yum, yum. All right, there you have it, listeners. The very special recording that we were able to get our hands on. We feel privileged that we were able to come across this, this rare encounter and, and get the audio footage within our possession. I hope you enjoyed that. I hope it shown some more light into this theory of spiral dynamics and how the different colors uh, interact with each other and how their different perspectives shape the way that they see the world. Absolutely, Will. It was very interesting to hear each of them and what they're grateful for, what their successes were, what their challenges were. And you can kind of see when you listen to each one in order like that, how each color kind of comes out of the other color, how it's correcting, as we've said, uh, unhealth that was in the first color before it, and how they kind of try to change that and grows into something different. And I think it's important at this time just to once again reemphasize a principle of spiral dynamics that is so difficult to practice. And that principle is one of compassionate understanding. Um, when we look at these other colors, it's so easy to look at the negative, to be uh, judgmental or disdainful of, 
of some aspect of the weaknesses of, of one of the colors that we're not really in at the moment, that we're not, that's not really a focus for us personally. And with compassion and understanding, we can be more like Mr. Yellow was at this uh, Thanksgiving dinner, where he had included and incorporated within himself all of the aspects of all of the colors. And, and that's what the healthy move always is. It's transcend and include. And so wherever you're at in these colors, you include within yourself all of the previous colors. And as you look forward maybe to some of the colors that are coming, don't look at those with fear. Look at those with, with excitement, with a spirit of adventure as to there are good things coming in the colors that might be ahead of you. And so the way, this way of thinking about all of these stages and these ways of looking at life is radically different than what we see in 99.9% .9 of the world today. Uh, you got it, Will. And as I've said many times, yellow is the place that I aspire to. I find it very motivating and inspiring to think I could be at a place where I would see the positive, I could embrace the health of each color, incorporate it into my life and have a more holistic view and a holistic life that I'm living when I do that. And the challenge, as you said, is that we often judge the other colors. And especially if we're kind of gravitating towards a specific color at a certain time, and I do that, I do find myself very easily getting a little upset, frustrated, angry with other colors. And so to kind of move up to that yellow where I can appreciate, even when they are acting out of their unhealth, at least I can be aware of why they have that perspective and why they're fighting for this specific thing and have a compassion about it instead of just being, I'm right, you're wrong, and just have these first-tier colors fighting over, I'm right, you're wrong, I'm right, you're wrong. And here's, here's a little red warning light that we can, we can watch for in our own heart. And that is, if we're using words like crazy, idiot, living in an alternate reality, to describe someone whose beliefs are different than ours, then that's probably a red warning light that we're not approaching them with compassionate understanding. But we're, we're describing them in words of judgment and dismissal and disdain. And it's really tough. Uh, I promise you if, you, if you really pay attention to yourself and your language as you talk about uh, other people's perspectives, uh, it's, you're going to catch yourself dismissing other people just almost immediately without even really trying to understand where they might be coming from. Uh, and we love to get outraged. We love stories of outrage. Uh, can you believe that they did this? You know, yes. so outrageous. Yes. yes. We love to get worked up and we think it's a righteous indignation, but often it's just an addiction to a certain feeling. And it's back to what you said, Rick. It's the feeling of they're so wrong, that proves that I'm right. Yeah. We're addicted to being right. I think that's at the core of it. And I think that gives us a good idea for our next season after this one that we could do 
the failings and outrageous <laughs> stories that we have discovered. And maybe our listenership would go way up because we already know that many people like that. So that's yes. probably a good way for us to get our podcast ratings even higher. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, so here's the thing, though. Here's, here's the final kind of uh, concluding thought along these lines that I'm going to suggest, Rick, and that is we also need to be gracious with ourselves. And mm. so, you know, we can, we can judge ourselves harshly for being judgmental or we can catch ourselves being judgmental and with grace say, oh, hold on, I don't want to be that person. Yeah, uh, I'm going to I'm going to take a step back from that. Yep. And and when we when we do that and I, and we've said this before but this is something I'm I'm so passionate about if we can transform our judgment into curiosity. Yeah. And just be curious. And if someone says something offensive to us, um what if we what if we take that energy and do something positive with it? And Will, I think that's a great place to wrap this podcast up. And it reminds me of the greatest teacher that ever walked this planet. And he was very yellow in his ability to love all people. And in fact, he challenged us that we should love everyone, including our enemies. Mm. And mm. if we can follow that wise advice to, in, instead of approaching people from a right or wrong perspective, but just approach them from the perspective of love and how do I see the best in them, then this season on Spiral Dynamics will have accomplished a lot. Yes, so thank you listeners for joining us for this season four of Best Thoughts on the subject of Spiral Dynamics. We hope you've gotten at least one good thought out of this series that you can apply right away in your situation that it has made some level of difference in your life. That's right. So you've been listening to Best Thoughts with Dr. Will Johns and Dr. Rick Johns. We look forward to being with you next season. 